Hey, what's up? My name is Brendan Bigley, and you're listening to The Internet Today, the show where I find the best things on the internet so you don't have to. Happy Monday, everyone, if you're listening to this on a Monday. I want to mention one thing very briefly. Over the weekend, I rewatched The Matrix because it's available on Amazon Prime. That movie holds up, so I watched the second one and the third one. That third one, still a bad movie. The second one, though, a lot of people like to take a dump on the second Matrix movie. Better than I remembered. Anyway, let's get into the show. Probably the undisputed biggest story of the day comes from Nintendo. They just announced that they're going to be releasing the Super Nintendo Classic Edition. You might remember from last year, the NES Classic, that's the original Nintendo. It was a little tiny box that you could plug into your TV. It came with like around 30 games, I believe. Uh, a really good selection of games, but they were basically impossible to get your hands on because they made so few of them, and scalpers would tend to buy up all of the inventory. And that's kind of what gives me pause about the Super Nintendo Classic. I will say the game lineup is like almost perfect for me. Just reading off the list, there's about 20-something games, but they have Earthbound, Kirby Superstar, which is unbelievable, Link to the Past, which is uh, considered by most to be the best Zelda game before Ocarina of Time, Star Fox 1, Star Fox 2, which is a game that actually never came out. They got like 90% of the way to completion, right? They almost finished the game and then decided to cancel it last second. It's coming out on this very limited run console, Super Mario RPG. Super Metroid, probably the best Metroid game, Super Mario World, and the one thing that it's missing that I really wanted to get my hands on was Super Mario All-Stars, which includes Super Mario World, but also has Mario 1, Mario 2, the original Mario 2 in Japan, not the American one where you, like, pick up turnips and throw them at people, like the original Mario 2, which is just a harder version of Mario 1, and Mario 3. Besides that, really solid lineup. I do have to mention, though, the problem with the inventory and keeping them in stock is really what's going to prevent me from even trying to buy one. I have no interest in attempting to purchase one because I know it'll be so difficult when at the end of the day, I could just buy like the Nvidia Shield TV or something similar to that, a Raspberry Pi or something and like emulate all of those games instead using hardware that I know I can get my hands on. I don't know, tell me if you're excited for the Super Nintendo Classic, because like, on one hand, I am very excited about it, but on the other hand, I just feel so dejected from not being able to get my hands on an NES Classic, that like, my excitement is at minimum levels. So yeah, call in and let me know. Every once in a while, there's a story I bring up on this show just because I like the headline so much, or just because I like the idea of the story, but not because the actual story itself is that interesting. So here it is. Albuquerque, New Mexico, a TV news crew goes out to film some B-roll for a segment that they're producing talking about the increasing rate of crime in Albuquerque. While they're out shooting this, their TV news van is hijacked. It gets stolen, and someone drives off with it. And that's just a great bit of irony. Hey, so today marks the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone coming out, the original book in the franchise, the one that kicked it all off. So I thought I would tell you my favorite fact about the Harry Potter universe, which comes from Pottermore.com, where JK Rowling will sometimes just write little bits of information just to kind of expand upon the universe of Harry Potter. A little bit earlier in the year, she wrote this fascinating tidbit about the Chamber of Secrets. When first created, the chamber was accessed through a concealed trapdoor and a series of magical tunnels. And here comes the important part. However, when Hogwarts plumbing became more elaborate in the 18th century, this was a rare instance of wizards copying muggles because they simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence. The entrance to the chamber was threatened, being located on the site of a proposed bathroom. 
what you just heard was me telling you that J.K. Rowling officially stated that in Harry Potter canon, before the 18th century, two wizards could be having a conversation, and one of them could be taking a dump in their pants mid-conversation and just pointing a wand at their butt and then making it disappear. That is an official <laughs> Harry Potter universe fun fact. I think the most interesting thing about this is that it took them until the 18th century to decide that bathrooms were a good idea. Bathrooms have been around since ancient Rome. Julius Caesar got assassinated in 44 BC. There were bathrooms before that. There was plumbing before that. So at the earliest, wizards decided that bathrooms were a good idea in 1701, which is 1,700 years later. So anyway, <laughs> happy 20th anniversary, Harry Potter. Glad you were born after the 18th century, because that would have made those books and those movies way different. This is the best. I mean, it might be the worst, but I think it's kind of the best. You might remember earlier this year, Taco Bell was running a contest in which the winners would be allowed to have a wedding at the Las Vegas Taco Bell location, their flagship Taco Bell. Over 150 couples applied, and yesterday the winners Dan Reichert and Bianca Monda ended up winning. They had their wedding. But now Taco Bell has announced that anyone will be able to go to this specific Taco Bell in Las Vegas and order a wedding off the menu. You can literally walk in, you and your fiance, go up to the menu and say, hi, I'd like a Crunchwrap Supreme with no ranch. And also, I'd like to get married right here, right now. The price of a wedding is $600 on top of the Crunchwrap Supreme. That's a pretty affordable wedding, all in all, compared to what you would normally be spending at, say, a fancy chapel or wedding hall or something like that. So if you buy this wedding for $600, what do you get? Besides just being able to get married in a Taco Bell and say that that's a thing that you did. Well, great news. You get 12 tacos, a cake made of Cinnabons, and a bouquet made of a variety of different sauce packets. So you're definitely getting your money's worth. Anyway, I'm very happy about this. Would I ever do it? Definitely, definitely not. But I'm glad that the option exists. For those of you out there who might be listening, who are thinking, yeah, I'd love to go to my nearest fast food chain and get married while waiting for my order. Oh, thank you.